Hey guys, this is Nadine. At the end of the episode, you'll hear me tell you to visit us on our private Facebook group, She's Not a Slut Yet. Well, that's no longer the name because I changed it and I added an Instagram. The new Facebook group name is Snazzy Podcast, which is spelled S-N-A-S-Y Podcast, and the Instagram page is the exact same thing. That's all the updates for now. I hope you all enjoy the episode and revisit us next week for our first movie. This is John. This is Dan. This is She's Not a Slut Yet. Today we're going to be reviewing Surf Nazis Must Die. Um, it was made in 1987. Doesn't really have that much information about it, but Dan title. is going to go ahead and give us... <laughs> I know, right? It's unfortunate about the rest of the movie, though. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, Dan's going to be giving us some box office stats. Go ahead, Dan. I got some good stats for you. Some really good stats here. Uh, nothing, as far as I know... Domestically, nothing or internationally. I have no idea how much money this made. There's like literally but, nothing on this movie uh, anywhere. It's pretty bad. How much it took to make this movie? I hope not a lot, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't find any information there. If you if you do any any research and look look this up on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, it's bad. It's got 3.7 stars IMDb. The, the, I about, just, like thirty-one yeah. percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah it's thirty-one percent from the audience. Critics give it a twenty percent, so they even hit it more, which usually is the case. But uh, this, it's pretty this awful. Movie's, uh, it's covered in low, so we we come in here with very low expectations. So we'll we'll give it that. But at least there's some decent movie facts about it. So first off, this movie was supposed to be a comedy. Now. It wasn't funny at all, but it was supposed to be a comedy. Also, it was criticized by a lot of reviewers as boring and hard to follow. And it's acting, dialogue, cam- camera work, they were just really widely panned. <laughs> One of the, uh, what is it, Janet Maslin even wrote that not even the actor's relatives will find this interesting. <laughs> That's awful. And then... um a couple other things, uh, other reviews that people have said of stuff like, it's, so, it's not so bad, it's good. It's badness has surpassed even that, and it just comes back around to being bad. It's the one of the worst edited films I've ever seen, and it just makes it really hard to follow. The reviews are kind of hilarious if you do find some online. They're just, they're all talking about how horrendous this movie was. Now, the name's Adolf, Eva, and what is that, Mengel, Nadine? If it's Mengele. Mengele. They're references to Adolf Hitler, Eva Brown, and... Jeez, I cannot say that. Josef. <laughs> Josef Mengele. Okay, it's, just... a, it's a German name. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm American, not German. It's probably in a history book somewhere, but anyways. Adolf's real name is Ricky Johnson. Smeg's mother reveals the name when she learns her son is hanging out with the surf Nazis. And this is something I truly agree with. The album is what makes this a cult classic. And that's it. I don't think anything else about this movie is worth the title of movie. And finally, <laughs> the actress who played Eva is also known to be a queen of cult classics. Nadine, um, how many movies do you know she popped in? Or was she just like one of those people that you just always popped into these type of movies? 
she's really well known for actually being in a shit ton of B movies. Yeah. And a lot of those B movies obviously went over into cult classics. This just happens to be one that she's in. Unfortunately, it's one that she's that's not good and wasn't written well. But apparently she's very good in the other movies. I didn't recognize her. I imagine with the makeup that they have on her face, it makes it hard to see what she actually looks like. Oh, you like. know the giant swastika on her cheek? That probably doesn't help. As well as the uh, hot pink, like, eyelashes that she draws on her eyelids. <laughs> Didn't really help either. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. Um, I think it's uh, the movie synopsis next, right? Yeah, it's, it's the movie synopsis. Uh, so uh, usually John does this, to be honest with I, you, but he was so lost. He couldn't. I, I'm, I'm so lost. I'm really, really lost. However, Nadine, I can try this. You do have some excellent notes for me this time. So it's two pages worth, guys. It's two pages. I'm going to simplify it the best of my ability. Um, it, it was, it was kind of like a, a high school project trying to decipher what was going on in here. It's to each their own interpretation. But the movie starts off with Adolf giving a speech to a bunch of surf Nazi kids. The scene then shifts to burning buildings and a newscaster telling us that an earthquake happened, which displaced people. And during that broadcast we meet the supposed main character, um, Eleanor Mama Washington, as she's been taken to retirement center because, you know, they were displaced. After that, the scene shifts back to the surf Nazis who have an unnecessary surf montage that's, I mean, it's not even that good of a surf montage, but two and a half minutes long. And they call a meeting afterwards with rival gangs. Once in the meeting, the Nazis want to basically convince all of these other gangs that have popped up because of the earthquake or that were there before the earthquake that they are the true gang on the beach now. Well, they, they said no. And then it skips to another um, surf Nazi montage of kids stealing random shit. I, it's, that's really the only description I got. Then shows Eva going into a gang bar to collect money. Um, then it skips to a rival Japanese gang on the beach surfing, and there's a surf battle, which honestly just looks like another montage repeated from the first one, and a really, really bad, like, kind of rapiest sex scene. Um, then Leroy, or Mama's kid, gets stopped and killed by one of the uh, surf Nazis. Then Mengele and Adolf have a fight, and then the, kind of showing that the gang was a little bit falling apart, kind of hard to see. Eleanor, again, Mama Washington, is grieving her son and skips to that. And then it just, it starts devolving from here. It shows like the Nazis like uh, trying to rob a shop. Um, then they're boasting about killing, uh, killing this one guy. And then Eleanor's just instantly in, you know, inspired after overhearing it happen. Um, one of them trying to show off about it, that she's, she wants to take her revenge. And then rival gangs meet and talk about the Nazis trying to take over territories, and they want, they want to prevent this. And it just it, it devolves horrendously from here, finally ending up with all of the gangs trying to fight the surf Nazis and basically getting brutally butchered in every possible way. A lot of, uh, and I feel like this is where the budget went, Nadine, because <laughs> the, uh, the special effects when all of the uh, people were dying was actually not bad considering. Don't you agree? Yeah, 
I feel like it was the very beginning of the movie before it started to devolve and the end of the movie where all their effort went to. And then the middle part was just kind of like they didn't know how to organize the story to get from beginning to end. That's literally what happened. And then by the time, yeah. yeah. They were walking down the street and they said, oh, let's go into this shop. That'll be good for a scene, you know? Um, But eventually it just, uh, after it starts coming back together, all the other um, surf gangs or whatever try and take on the surf Nazis. They all die. And then Eleanor um, Washington, the retirement home lady who lost her son due to the surf Nazis, just throws a grenade, kills people, and then just cha- just this 10-minute golden chase scene. Classic 1980s, 1970s, 1990s chase scene. And then finally runs them over with a surfboat and shoots them twice in the back. And then a really gorgeous driving off on a motorcycle scene. So... Honestly, if you were about as bored as I was going through that and hearing me, then you probably agree that this movie has really has no idea what's going on. <laughs> it was it was pretty interesting to say the least. I mean, there, there's moments in this movie, but just that that that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we'll we'll definitely get into that real yeah. quick. But the movie was it was definitely something else. So. Yeah. Nadine, um, I believe what's the review of the movie next? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, Nadine, you should definitely start off, and then we'll progressively get to people that don't watch these type of movies. You, co- you probably respect this movie a lot more than me and Dan do. I think the only things about it that I, I kind of respect is that they had the effort, and then they had some mini gold pieces, and it just fell apart. Like, I see what the idea was supposed to be, especially with the synopsis that they gave us online. Um, And what the movie was supposed to be is basically the surf Nazis killing her son, so Eleanor's son, and then her enacting revenge on it. What this movie ended up being. At a base, (laughs) like, it... When you deconstruct it enough to where it's not the movie anymore, it makes entire sense. Like, everything makes sense. And then you add the movie in, and it's just like, what? (laughs) What went wrong? It really ended up being, like, political drama about the politics within gangs that were not very well written out enough to actually give the political drama that they're trying to give with the gangs. And that's the problem. Like, it wasn't funny um, because they had an opportunity to make it funny, and they missed the mark. They should have, once they, like, basically didn't eat all the surf montage scenes. (laughs) They could have made it made more sense when they called all the gangs together or just excluded the other gangs altogether. They weren't even necessary. Just excluded the surf montage scene. Just give me, like, one 30-second scene. And then, and then, like, just be done with it, you know? Great. And then you didn't need the other bikers. You all you needed was Eleanor because she was actually a funny character. You needed the rest of the gang, and I would have loved a side story about Smeg and his mom because they gave kind of (laughs) tidbits, but he was funny and his mom was funny, and that was what I enjoyed. (laughs) Like, Smeg is like your typical, um, like, 1990s blonde hair dude. Like, it just fits so well with these type of movies that you, you're you expecting one that kind of looks like the hairstyle of Smash Mouth and Guy, Fier- or Guy Ferry just mixed together, like that beauty. But no, we didn't even get that. We got, like, a 15-second clip with him, uh, you know, and his mom fighting. <laughs> um, his mom is a bad at, like... At, uh, at cutting vegetables. Did you see that? She was, she, she was trying to cut. No, it looked like she was butchering a cow. She was slapping the knife on the table. Like, I think it was just 
too distracted, but like how she was like how he's like giving money to her Nazi son. But <laughs> he was like yeah. he was like, I'm doing reverse psychology on you and I'm like, You're doing it wrong. <laughs> you can't call me mom. No, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. <laughs> Like, and I, I agree with you, Nadine. Um, there were some really golden scenes in here, and there were some golden lines, like my favorite line, um, the I was, I was an economics major, don't fuck with me. <laughs> that, that, was, that was actually amazing. But, I mean, it kind of lo- looks like a, uh, an edgy, wet dream of a movie. Um, Real, and it, it was supposed to be like a drama comedy. You, you can't have a dramedy and don't actually have the comedy in there. Like the comedy came at the end, and it came at the beginning, and it came in those spots with Smeg and his mom. But that was about it. I think what they needed to do was just take out the other gangs. We needed to take out the other gangs. We didn't need those politics. We wanted. To, I wanted to see the surf Nazis being like crazy, and I wanted to see Eleanor being crazy. And you didn't even see Eleanor most of the movie, and she's supposed to be like one of the main characters. You yeah. saw her oh, in like, yeah, it was like a forty minute. Cut, and then it just zooms in on her again. I'm like, who is this person? Oh, yeah, that's right. I like yeah. the one scene where she's playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> she's playing she's poker. Playing poker. <laughs> she's smoking a cigarillo, and this, and then like one of the women's is one of the elderly women sitting on the table. It's like, oh god, someone opened a window. And she like, and then she said like, y'all bitches need this or something like that. I'm like, you need some excitement in your life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Y'all bitches need some excitement. excitement. Of I'm like, uh. You're playing poker and smoking a cigarillo. I mean, at 90-something years old with the rest of the women, I mean, I guess that's excitement. But you're, like, 50 or so. Wait, she didn't even look like she needed to be in a retirement home. Oh, my gosh. Dan, what did you think of the movie? Um, I really, like, watching the first 10 minutes of this movie, I was really hopeful because it just seemed so out there that it had to be funny and, like, I expected bad. Like, I wasn't shocked by, like, the, the bad special effects, like, the poor acting. Like, I, I thought I could w- rock with it, but it just, the way it's cut up, it feels like they don't have enough, like, they shot all their, all their footage. Went into, with like, a the tin can, room. basically, and, like, what a little lens yeah, at the end. Which is, like, I'm, I'm, I assume this is, like... All right, you, can, you can't say it's the time period because the previous no, movie, no. Weird Science, which you That's said came out two years earlier... I don't, I'm not even saying the time period. I'm, I'm assuming, like, this is not meant for, like, theatrical release. This is just meant for, like... It, it's a B movie. It's clearly a B movie. Oh, I wouldn't even give it that. I'd give it, like, like, an F I, movie. Jesus. It seems like it comes off as, like, a freshman or senior year in college, like, film project. Like, it's... <laughs> And even that, it's still probably like even, a C-. Even that, I've <laughs> seen, I've personally seen some of those projects. Yeah. And they're not bad. They're like the projects in college, they're not bad. But this. One in high schools are, yeah. Uh, I mean, even in the one of the high schools, they're just chaotic and then pointless. But th- I wouldn't say they're good, but they're definitely not bad as this. This is pretty fucking bad. I mean, they, <laughs> they, had, they had so much potential. They could have gone with with this, and they so com- they completely fucked it up. Like they had, I was in. I was like, I was like, all right, this is gonna end up being good in the first ten minutes, and then it was just like, never fucking mind. What was the rest of I this know, movie? Like, I, I was looking forward to like some commentary on like the the surf 
politics of the beaches in in, uh, in California and like how rival like surfers go at each other and some people call each other surf but like it's it's just it's just a mess. Yeah, I I can completely agree with you. Um, I'll go I'll go ahead and give my review of the movie. Uh, this was. I'll just start off by saying, you bastards knew it was this bad. You still forced me to watch it. I actually like, didn't know it was going to be this bad. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even look up the stats for it because I was like, I'm going to go into this blind. <laughs> I think we need to we need to start filtering out a little bit of movies. I, I, because like, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I picked this from the title. I, that's not a good idea. That is never a good that's idea. Like, it's like judging a book by its cover. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so just like you said, Dan. This seems like someone's college or high school project that they thought was a brilliant idea on summer vacation, drunk, edgy, emo on the beach, and was like, oh, I got a great idea. Like, what, what if we had Nazis on the beach, dude? Like, that's basically what this, uh, this, this yeah. came out. And, like, I... I don't even want to give it the basic love that Nadine is showing it of saying, I, I see where they're going with it. No, they just wanted to put something together and bring their entire family and friends involved. Because I swear, there was like a thousand side actors. I didn't need that many. I didn't know any of them. Like, and the worst part too is... Too many side actors. The worst part is, one of them was actually a really, really good side actor. And I don't... You know the one that had, like, the tie-dye shirt gang or whatever? That were black shirts that had tie-dye? And, like, yeah. there was this guy that had, like, the, uh, like, brown beard. Kind of looks like Dan, actually, except uh, well, a little bit more attractive. No, I know him from some TV shows, right? He's fucking hilarious. Like, I saw him, and I was like, dang, this guy's actually a really good actor. And then you look at everyone else, and he's, he's got this great monologue. He's like, oh, we're going to go kill these, you know, and then they just pause. Other side actor's like, yeah. I was like, fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm carrying the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there was... A lot of times with that movie, and I admit, I had to drink a little bit to get through that movie to begin with, <laughs> because it was just so horrific. Like, the first two minutes started off with this badass music, which that music's to die for, by the way. I might actually look it up and actually listen to it by itself, but badass music, gunfire, scenes of burning, earthquakes. I was, I was like, dang, man, this is a really good intro, you know? I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And <laughs> then I forgot. <laughs> I think my mind just started blanking out a little bit watching it. And I remember... Uh, I remember um, Satori was like, uh, hey, what, how long is this movie right now? And I'd, I'd click on the up button to check the time. And we're like 40 minutes in. I still think we just started the movie. I'm like, oh, my God, it's almost <laughs> over. Like, what happened so far? And I tried to recollect what was going on. There's like nothing to remember. I was like, oh, my God. Dan and I had the opposite effect. We were watching and we were like, um, we're only halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know how an hour and 20 minute movie drags. Like, (laughs) I don't really know either, but have you guys ever watched Where the Wild Things Are, the the cinematic adaptation of it? No, because it didn't make sense how you would make that into a movie because the book was so short. (laughs) So that movie was just horrendous for a very similar reason. Somehow or another, they, they turned it into something that just shouldn't have deserved to be a movie in the first place. But the pacing in that movie are so similar with this one because it feels like they just don't know what they're doing. And again, probably because they're high schoolers or something. And it was in the 80s and stuff where people were doing lots of unique different drugs and combinations you probably think of as like a 
in elementary school are mixing your ketchup and mustard packs together in different ratios. That's probably the same with what they were doing with drugs when they were making See, this but, movie. But this movie, I, don't, I feel like it doesn't even have that like acid trip effect where it's like so out there. You're like they ran out of acid that day. <laughs> yeah. It, it, just like surfing montage, like ninety percent for surfing montage and like bits of poor acting. Like that. That's it. So, all right, then I got a question for you guys because. This is not going to be a very long uh, discussion if we keep just roasting the movie in its entirety. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Like, there was a, I know you have one that you remember distinctly. What was your favorite one? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I love the chase scene at the end. Like, the, when she hunts down, like, the, the Nazis on the boat and everything, and ha- the final scene where, she, where, where she's says, clutching on for dear life on the motorboat. <laughs> like, yeah. I was looking at that, like, oh, she looks when, so miserable. When Adolf like comes back out of the water and sh- and like she just takes him and takes the gun to his face and says, uh, "The fucking hand out of nowhere, grabbed here's him by the throat." Cooking Adolf here's like Mama's cooking. <laughs> that that was that was gold to me. Like that was worth the entire. Yeah, that one line. I, I agree with you. That one line is pretty much the most iconic thing. Yeah. So the, the chase scene is by far my favorite part of the movie, and, and if it is redeemed, it's by that scene. Do you have anything else besides that specific scene? Like, anything that just you remember in particular? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. The, the surf montages blend together. I'm trying to think of anything else that, like, really sticks out. I can't <laughs> it's think kind of much. hard, right? The, the hook hand. So, like, yes, at first, the giant-ass hook really hand. I was really confused by why I kept on changing sizes, and then they actually do explain it later in the movie. So really? I, I, like, I didn't I, notice that. Like, what, I noticed it changed sizes frequently, but... Oh, he yeah, has, like, he's all the smithy or yeah. whatever, and it's different hook sizes. Yep. So that... Those are the two aspects of the movie that I'm trying to... <laughs> uh, you know, like, when uh, when they were sitting around the fire and they were having this dramatic discussion, it was like, hey, man, what do you remember worst about your life? What was the worst thing that ever happened to you? And he's like, oh, I was one of two things, dude, like when I lost my hand to that shark and then when I killed that shark after. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good shit. I forgot about that. Good <laughs> shit. He smoked a cigarette with the hook. Like. Yes, you could see the tape on the cigarette as well. So <laughs> Like, there was, like, literally a little edge piece, and it was clear. I was like, what the hell is that? There's, did they tape a cigarette to this hook? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay. But I, I got a general idea of what you like. Uh, Nadine, what was your favorite parts of the movie? It's Megan and his mom. <laughs> That's yeah. literally what did it for me. Those were the best scenes because, okay, she wasn't actually a horrible actor. I think she was just given really bad lines, and she was trying to make sense of them because... Uh, they're having her try to do reverse psychology, but what they're doing is not reverse psychology, and I'm not sure if they I were think, trying to do it on purpose. I think that was actually intended. I really do, because the the line that came out was like, oh, what was it? I went to um, my therapist or whatever, your, my psychologist, and he said, use reverse psychology on your son. And then she's like, so I'm no longer your mom anymore. How's that? Like, that is actually kind of hilarious. That is was really funny. good. But I really lo- thought it wasn't. was funny when he was like, I just want to live my life, Mom. And she was like, well, you know what? Go live it. And then he was like, can I have money? And she was like, here you go. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You're doing it wrong. What about, okay, that was your time to actually implement it, and you didn't do it. <laughs> what about um, what about like when the uh, the note scene where he's writing a note like, Adolf, I'm sorry. Best one and then because he's, op- he's opened opening- the window. And she yeah, pops and her- up. She's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like, "Holy shit!" 
she was like waiting for him. She's like, what are you doing? And he was like, uh, I was just going to go see what the waves look like. And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, what's this? And she reads the note and she's like, I thought I got rid of all this Nazi crap. She's like, what am I going to do? Put bars in the window? Yeah. And oh then she God. rips it. She rips it in half. And he's like, oh mom, how could you? And then she like grabs him by the ear and fucking yeets him back into the room. Slams the window. I seriously thought for a second she had a shotgun in her hand. The way she was holding it, but no, it was just it was just a flashlight. It only clicked with me when um at the very very end when she turned the light turned. I'm like, oh, it's a flashlight. I thought she had a shotgun. She was probably like he, he she was probably hold, used to holding it like a weapon because she's like I'm gonna beat your ass with this thing. <laughs> but how many times did you escape the Dude, window? That, I I will agree with you. That was a really really good scene. Um, it was you, fucking funny. Do you have anything else besides that one? Um, there's a couple. It's one other one with like. It's really Smeg. They Smeg is the one that they had the oh, biggest. How, how about when the when story. he was uh, peeking on them as she was getting like well, I don't know like molested shocked. or something. Like never, it's oh, like he never he's seen like, sex before. He looks, and he looks like a twenty eight like, year old dude supposedly playing like a teenager, and he's like whoa. And then he's like the one. He's the only character that has development. Like he is full character. The rest of them don't. They're very flat. They're very one side. Even Eleanor. And like Eleanor one is of her just a scenes. very straightforward character. Well, yeah, like yeah. I never understood why at the end is she laughing. Like her son still died. Like, <laughs> yeah, she got revenge. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, some people cope with stress different, I guess, but like yeah. a little weird. I think she was well, laughing like, because she no longer had to deal with the movie anymore. <laughs> That's that's actually probably pretty accurate. The actress was probably like, oh, thank God. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I will go ahead and share mine. I have one particular scene that I could, I, even now, if I saw it again, I could not stop and watch it seriously because I was losing my shit. Do you guys remember that army bunker thing where it's like this really semicircle metal tube and he's walking, dodges a fire, and he's talking to the smith in the very, very end of the tube? Not only yes. could you not hear them, you couldn't really see them that well, and all you see is just shadows in the distance basically dancing and screaming at each other, and he pulls out his police baton, he's like, oh, you wouldn't dare, and I was just like, what is okay, this? Okay, so I actually know what they were saying, and it wasn't a police baton, it was a short sword. <laughs> really? It was a baton yeah. when he walked in? <laughs> yeah, he keeps it in his belt. I'm not kidding. It's a little mini short samurai sword that he keeps in his belt. He So he was going in there, and he was going to have Mengele talk to him because Mengele was giving him disrespect. Also, by the way, they're trying to make Adolf look like, in a funny way, not a great leader to diss on actual Adolf Hitler. Didn't do it in a funny way, but they definitely made him look incompetent and like he had no idea what he was doing so, or where he was going again, anywhere. Again, I, I can't even read into it that deep. Because the only thing I remember from Adolf is uh, the first time ever I've watched a movie outside of specific R-rated films where it actually shows a guy sucking on a girl's nip in the middle of the fucking movie. I was just looking at that like, what the fuck? I, I forgot about that part. Yeah, I did I not. She had, some, she had some pretty good ones, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> But all right, all right. Anyway, that tunnel scene, though, he was actually going there to argue, and Mengele was giving him issues, and he was like, you're not even a leader. Everything is falling down around you. And it was right in the movie where they were stealing stuff and making money and also forcing the other gangs to give them money as well as taking over the territories. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What shit is falling apart? Because I'm not seeing it. Where did you fucking pull this out of your ass? On top of that, can we... Can we 
the state that it was in an air shit holder and they decide to shoot this movie where someone was probably laying on their stomach in the ground which is random fires and they have smoke coming up so it's kind of covering the screen and they're all the way at the other end of the tunnel. Dude, it's such like, a bad lighting. Oh, yeah, bad lighting. lighting. <laughs> bad lighting. The camera guy was, I guess he just got lazy and he just fucking left the camera on the ground. And, uh, or maybe they couldn't get the act or any person to record it so they just set the camera on it had this badass walking scene and how about when he's going down that little dark tube he almost trips over the fire and he tries to play it off and kicks dirt at it i was just yeah i i just i remember that scene distinctly because when you reach a certain point of being bad it's supposed to become funny. Well, if you keep going, as one of the uh, reviewers said in the very beginning when I was talking about it, it becomes bad again. I'm not sure how it got even worse than that because then it became hilarious. <laughs> because I, my volume was down because, you know, it's late at night and I don't really want to be watching Surf Nazis Must Die with a title like that at max volume to experience the full Nazi experience. I didn't hear a single damn word they were saying. And they're just dancing around like monkeys. And then pulls out a weapon, and then all you see is the guy, like, lift his hands up and scream. And then he walks away, and then he angrily starts, like, grunting as he's smacking more metal again. I'm just like, what the fuck? And they were arguing about that. And when he pulled out the weapon, apparently Mangale did something to make make Adolf be like, oh, you're crazier than me. He's like, damn right. And that's when he started smacking stuff. And I was like, why are you smacking it to prove the point that you're crazy? You should have just (laughs) stayed with the original thing that you did. Like, I don't understand why we're having a temper tantrum right now. that uh, That was the first one that I thought was actually pretty good. The second one, I'm, if you take all of the scenes of this movie and remove them and deconstruct them really, really good, I feel like any of these scenes in this movie could be technically used in a uh, in like an art project. Like, you know, like one where you're supposed to deconstruct what they did or whatever. Right. But the other scene was this biker dude goes into the bar, sits down, and then a girl sits on top. He's like, oh, yeah, you like that? Just fucking rips her shirt off. Oh, my God, I forgot. I, that. And yeah. She like, lifted her shirt up. And then the girlfriend came up, and he was, like, getting ready to, like, touch her. He was, like, touching her tits. And then his wife comes up, or his girlfriend comes up, and she was like, I'll cut those perfect titties off if you ever touch them again. Yeah. And then he's uh, like, I thought you were at home with the wife and kids. No one cared that he was about to Wait, wait, can you chick. say that again? <laughs> I thought you were at home with the wife and kids. What is yeah. this? Did he actually say that? I think he said it just like that. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know, man, but that that scene really cracked me up because like the entire time leading up to that scene was so like so manic and so um short, like suspenseful and then boom, titties and then boom, angry wife. And then boom, girl walks in with a fucking Nazi symbol on her face. I'm like, yeah, I can see where this movie's going. I pretty much I'm pretty much certain on how this movie's going to be. That's where I kind of figured it too. I was like Okay, they fucked up. They're going down the wrong path. And the the last one, I think, is uh, just a three-second clip of her getting run over by a speedboat and getting decapitated. I I don't know what it is about that, but that cracked me up because she's like, no, no, ah, and then just death. And I was just, and then then you just see the, the head floating, which... Let's not talk about how weird it is to just be recording a plastic head floating on the side of a river for about 20 seconds in order to get a good clip. But that's, I mean, I, I saw that a little bit too long, and then it just pans away. Oh, yeah, 
Nobody, just dead, forgotten. Nobody cares about her anymore. I was just like, what the fuck? That's the one death in the movie that they actually show, like, the death. Like, some of them you weren't quite sure, like... All right, listen. When uh, Adolf died and gets shot through the fucking throat, I think that's... Yeah, yeah, that one. But, like, up until then, the like... Gang. The gang, the gang fights where, like, someone would die, like, it would just be, like, a little blood on their face and they'd fall yeah. over, like... There was so why you're right, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying like why they they showed out for those two seeds, but I guess they didn't have enough budget for the uh, the rest of them. You just reminded me. You just reminded me. What about the Shaolin Temple on the fucking beach? <laughs> right. I was like, why is that there? I was what? like, is this a sand Where castle did that they built? Come from? <laughs> they were doing like freaking like uh, yoga poses and stuff. And oh, they were trying to do like. Like karate moves or something, and it was very badly choreographed, and it looked like they were like dancing. <laughs> and <sighs> no music. And then they just they went off on their surfboards, and then uh, he was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna happen!" And then they all just got fucking yeeted. They just got destroyed okay. on the beach. Oh gosh. What the fuck is with the surfboards? Here's the thing. Okay, here's what I why I say that. When you use a surfboard. They're not literally going into the ocean to paddle <laughs> sideways to whatever other beach you're fucking going to. You surf, right? It takes forever, and there's a lot of effort. You well, apparently Adolf proved that wrong. He got there. halfway across. The t- Adolf got halfway through vertically <laughs> through the Delaware River, paddling on a surfboard, and it took it took fucking Eleanor on a on like the speedboat half an hour to get there. Oh my god. But I just like I was like, what the fuck? The other thing that was really funny about this movie is I think they actually were trying to make Adolf look like he was an incompetent leader, but the problem is, is they made him the big bad at the end of the movie, with a bunch of other things as well. They also didn't make it funny how incompetent he was, because he was not good at what he did. The one who had the power was actually Ava. She was the one that everyone kind of listened to and respected. And they even mentioned that a couple times, but her death was like two fucking seconds long. <laughs> yeah, and like her, her character <laughs> scenes as well were like, angry pouty face, takes a sip of drink, does very sexist things as a woman should do quote unquote sexist things like cooking food and passing it to th- people or being forced to like pour a drink for uh, Adolf there's just so many cursed scenes with her um, which actually reminds me um, I think you said something similar what do you think could have been done to make this movie better without changing this entire movie there's one thing that could be better and I think Everything could be kept the same as long as the camera angles were better. If this was photographed professionally, back then, this probably would have been a decent B-rated movie. It's just the camera angles are so awful. So bad. I disagree. I think you could have a shitty camera angles, and you could use that to your benefit if you had a better... What, like taking pictures on yeah. fucking Facebook? Like, aha, take a clip um, of, of your face, like, uh, from so, from above, and you look better? Like, you always... No, you, have you ever are noticed... Super important. No. Script is way more important. Have you ever noticed when they don't have a script that's organized, and they clearly never really completely 100% finished it when they did it, so we're just kind of throwing stuff together? It kind of gets mangled and confused, especially when you're watching the movie. That's what happened with this movie. I feel like they didn't actually really pay that much attention to the script, and they were trying to go with everything else and all the ideas, and they were just adding shit in there instead of trying to organize it out. If they had a better organized script with better characters... All right. Entire so this is this is once again, kind of like, once again, I'm going to disagree with you on this, and I understand where you're coming from. 
But please keep in mind that Avatar, the Blue People movie, had one of the worst scripts in the world. But you know what? The camera angles and graphics were so good that nobody cared. It had, no- had a more organized story. Nah, don't even start with me. That movie was horrendous. Okay, hey, you're just going to tell yeah, me that that movie more organized than this fucking movie? Editing, camera angles, and all of that. Thank you, Dan. Dan, if you had to change no, something, I, what would you think it would be? No, I, I think it, you just need to put the piece of the movie together better. Like, you can, you can get away with a terrible script. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to save the movie, but, like, you can put it together in a way that makes a coherent story, and that's just what this movie just completely fails at. I want to mention that although both those are, although our ideas are great, this movie's always going to be crap. Like even if, even if we changed great. it, even if the camera angles are better, <laughs> it's just such a bad movie. Um, but I would like to bring up Nadine your notes. <laughs> I know your notes of this movie. I just want to read some of the good ones off. Um, what's with the Nazi battleships? Are they talking about surfboards? <laughs> <laughs> the Adolf and Eva sex scene surf battle montage was absolutely unnecessary. What was the point of that? <laughs> this this movie is really racist. You're right. I you know with like a like the derogatory black people things and the, like the ja- anti Japanese like. <laughs> um, this is just messed up and absolutely unneeded. Uh, let's see. What about when the, the kids, that's reminding me of another one of your notes, the kids, we ain't the kids anymore, we're the, uh, the land surfers, or whatever We're not the rats anymore, we're now the land surfers. I thought that, I'll be honest, surfers. that was cool, that was pretty cool. That was funny, I was like, alright, that, that, that was a dime scene, uh, you got it. That was, that <laughs> the was pretty good. Oh, how about, oh, that reminded me too, one more of your notes says uh, the gun and Bible scene. What about when she's sitting out on the porch in a rocking chair and she opens up the Bible and there's a fucking gun in the middle of it and she just casually <laughs> keeps turning the page like, yeah, you know, got to say my verses before I just completely blow some people's heads off. Like, oh my God. And the cross you know, wasn't even a real cross. It was a Celtic cross. That's the yes. worst part. Why? Why was there a Celtic cross on the American Bible? It's just the props they had around, probably. Oh, God. It's probably what they had, yeah. Wait, yeah. here's my other thing. Here's my other thing. Why the surf, i say this again, did the surf Nazis have fucking motorcycles and one van? And why did that <laughs> one van look like it was spray-painted? And why did they put a shark fin on top of it? Why did they spray-paint all their boards and their wetsuits. Like, could have someone tried to make it a little bit better? Just something a little bit better. Okay, like, you, okay, you need on? to stop right there. I understand where you're coming from, but one of my favorite things about the movie was their ridiculous outfits. Like, that was just so funny to look at. <laughs> Everyone had a unique outfit. Like, a literal outfits unique are, outfit. Like, and all of the stuff they had as well. Paint. Even the badly shitty spray paint. You like Scooby-Doo, oh don't God. you? The Scooby-Doo fan. I got the vibes from that, even though it's completely the wrong thing. But, you know, still. <laughs> the art wasn't even that good on the van. Scooby-Doo <laughs> van was. better art. It looked, it looked like crayon. <laughs> All right. Even the tattoo, fa- like, I don't know if they were supposed to be tattoos or they just, it was supposed to look like they painted, not, like, swastikas on their face. It, it yes. looked like someone just took, like, a, some black makeup and... Oh, really? Because I thought it just looked like Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, like, took a Sharpie yeah. and drew, like, a poorly drawn swastika. So, I also <laughs> want to mention, like, imagine what this would be like if you're uh, someone outside of the movie. And you walk by a bunch of people with like swastika clothes, getting in costume, 
and having swastikas painted on their face and everything. Like, what would you do exactly? I don't know, because something tells me that they didn't have, like, this massive trailer with rooms for uh, actors and actresses. Yeah, but. I feel like they were the type where they had, like, a lawn chair and a friend paint something on, you know? Like, I have a oh, feeling yeah. that they probably got the weirdest looks when they were making this oh, movie, yeah. which is why they were in such random spots where there'd be no one at. Like, they just kind of had to rush through scenes and... Like, there's no out. scene that has more than maybe one or two people that just aren't the side actors. In fact, I, I can't think of any scene at all except for the ones that had the actors. They were always in enclosed or just off in the middle of nowhere places to record this. So that says a lot about... If you're embarrassed to show your movie when you're recording it, that says a lot about the, uh, the movie itself. Yeah. Real. <laughs> I think all these things kind of... Uh, it's what my thought is. It's like they just... They weren't able to shoot everything that they wanted to shoot. So they just kind of work with what they had. Yeah. Now, to put it final, um, I can say that this movie was torture. You guys are evil. And I really don't appreciate two movies in a row that I really, really disliked. And now that makes me you rethink. The next one. <laughs> yeah, and it makes me worry about the next movie I picked because I picked it because it's a cool name. Oh, gosh. But I, I certainly appreciate it. But um, it's starting to get a little bit late on time. So, uh, Nadine, should we skip to the next uh, part? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. So uh, the next part is basically, is it or isn't it a cold classic? I mean, what do you guys think? I want to say this one last. Nadine, please go first. Okay. We will just base it off the movie and not music at all. I would say no, because there is a point where a bad movie is no longer a cult classic and it's just a bad movie. There is a reason why it's probably still around this movie. I don't think most people liked it. And I don't think the very few many people who did like it are what's keeping it alive. I literally think it's just the album that's keeping it alive. Because when I looked up all the information online, it was mostly the album and the music that came up that people really seemed to be into. So without the music? No, it's not a cult classic. I would say with the music, it's just marginally in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Dan, what do you say? I, I'm going to not say the exact same thing, but I, I guess I feel like this has to be a cult classic just because it's it's so bad, and the fact that it shows up on internet lists and the fact that we're talking about it right now means that there's some some sect of interest of this movie that like keeps it alive so for that reason i'm going to call it a cult classic okay um well that's treacherous um dan because i'm absolutely going to disagree with you and i'm very i I thought nadine was going to say something entirely different she got me surprised but i'm going to say outright that even though my heart is kind of telling me this is a cult classic because of the fact that there is absolutely a cult following for it i already know based on what type of movie it is um, just my, mm, I just can't bring myself to say it's a cult classic. It is such an awful movie, such an awful movie that it's no longer in the zone of bad cult classics. It shouldn't even be associated with the bad cult classics. This is a drunk college project with really badass music, and it should just stay like that. You remember the uh, Nadine? You remember the old uh, Dreamscape sounds that was used on those old YouTube videos where they popped open a word pad and they started typing instructions for something? Yeah. That's basically the equivalence of this movie. 
I honestly, I would say I would agree with that. The only reason why I don't is because there's a lot of cult movies out there that became cult movies from the music, and I think that's what happened with this one. I can't, oh, I can't respect cult? that. I can't respect that. I can say that the album itself is, is, um, can be considered as a cult classic album, but the movie itself does not deserve the title, and this is the second time in a row I'm going to say I hated this movie. So, Nadine, yes, barely. Dan is yes, and me, absolutely not. I just, I, I can't bring it in my heart to say this deserves to be a cult classic. I mean, that's fair enough. Honestly, I think it's a two for a yes for a cult movie, but I would say if we're going, uh, like... I'm going, I, I mean, I get, I get why you would rate it as a cult classic, but I've never even heard of this. I've never Thereby. seen it before, and... and I've looked up reviews and nobody's really watched this movie <laughs> unless it's ironically. So I'm going to say no to the cult <laughs> classic, but album definitely yes, once again. But uh, what would you rate the movie, though, Nadine? I've seen worse movies than this. So I would say two. <laughs> I've seen worse, so let me pick the second <laughs> lowest rating possible. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I can agree with that pretty much. But Dan, what do you say? I'll give it a three, but like I don't know. I, yeah, three. I'm, I'm just gonna. Be, I'm giving it a three. I'm one less than weird science. I'm gonna give the same thing as Nadine. I'm gonna give it a two, but I want to also give it a side note um, as an as an F minus minus because it's like the closest thing a two can get before I just switch it to a one. Why? Because I don't believe this is the worst movie ever, and the only thing bringing it up is that music. If I could rate it on the music alone, I probably would give it like an eight, a seven or eight, because I can literally listen to the music nonstop. It's it's pretty it's pretty nice. Um, but the uh, the F minus minus part of that too comes into the fact that this movie did not kill my family and did not ruin my day, and I think <laughs> that's what a one is. So it, I mean, take that as you will. Oh boy, John. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that literally none of us would recommend this movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> I absolutely would recommend this to everyone I know. And you want to know why, Nadine? Why? To ruin their day. I would <laughs> recommend this, and I want every person on earth to experience the pain that you guys have brought to me. I want I everyone to understand how horrible horrible this experience was and how much I am regretting agreeing to watching this movie last time. At least Weird Science was good. And I hope the next movie, which is Solaris, by the way, guys, um, we'll add that into our list in case you guys want to watch it with us. But Solaris, this movie, I just... I want to block this out of my memory. I really do. And you and I want everyone else to suffer for it. So yeah. Blame Dan. He picked it based off the name oh, yeah, and I had never heard of it. Yeah, but Dan Dan probably did some like some like weird uh, Ouija board like what movie do we do next? And it just spelled out Nazi and he just looked up Nazi and he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that'll do." Ah, uh, how do you do my trick? <laughs> but I just, I, I personally can't with this movie. But, you know, it, it does make for a, a really funny, edgy 12-year-old rom-com, so I'll take that. I wouldn't even go there. Yeah, I would, I would. All right. But I think that should be it, really, with that movie. We spent the past uh, 
over half an hour um, just bashing the movie entirely. And Almost another 15, another 15 <laughs> minutes on top of that discussing about what could not have been done to make the movie better because nothing is, could possibly be better. And to sum it all up, we all hated it. So yeah, Pretty much. Yep. So if that's the case, we should probably stop the podcast here. Nadine, do you have any final things to say? Um, yeah, if you guys enjoy listening to us, please rate, subscribe, um, wherever you you know, listen to your podcast. It does let people know we're here, so we have more followers, and you know, we can get the, the group bigger. We do have um, a Facebook page, if you'd like to go to it. It's She's Not a Slut Yet, with L-U-T and Slut Start Out. And if you have any you know, suggestions for movies or comments on things that we have already rated and reviewed, or information maybe we have missed, or things that you thought was interesting about the movie, please DM us on Facebook, tag us on the Facebook post, or even email us at uh, She's Not a Slut Yet. <laughs> and you guys know for a fact, the only reason why you're listening is because of my beautiful voice. <clears throat> so please make a comment. Tell me that you like my voice, because I appreciate that. And, w- and wait for our next episode. Once again, we are going to be watching my choice of a movie, Solaris. So please look forward to that. All right? Sounds All good. righty, guys. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye, everyone.